Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So the acclaim were part of the 1980s pre-promo sport collision this week. The way they did it just transported me back in time. Plus we had Christian Lutasaurus. And don't forget, he's a dinosaur. Now, obviously he's a real dinosaur. But if we were to pretend that this was a gimmick, well, it just all comes together. So old school wrestling is back. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Monday morning. If you are watching this on the day that it goes live, even though technically it'll be Monday afternoon, depending on your time zone. My name is Simon Miller. I am an idiot, but somehow I am allowed to give the good things up in professional wrestling and the bad things are down. But we always try and find the positive because there's too much negativity in the wrestling community on that there internet. Got up to speed? All right, let's up those doubts. So AEW Collision has basically just embraced the whole, oh, it's the opening Raw promo segment to kick off the damn thing. But Ricky Starks came out, and I don't know who decided to make changes to his character. This flubbing ruled. I mean, he even came out with the belt that he'd whipped Ricky Steamboat with last week and was like, ha aren't I the greatest guy ever? When it turned out that he'd also been suspended for 30 days. But given that this is an in-ring 30-day suspension, He'd also gone out there and applied for his manager's license. <laughs> now, I understand it is professional wrestling, but wouldn't AEW just go, well, no, you can't do that. <laughs> That's not allowed. I mean, that is like your mum telling you, oh, you're not allowed to eat cheese, and you go, don't worry, and you go and smash a pizza instead. I mean, imagine LeBron was suspended, but he just came out as a cheerleader. I don't think anybody would go for it. And Ricky Starks just kept going on here, because he still really hates CM Punk. I mean, he thinks that the blood is on his hands, and he also said that he's going to bring a war to his door. Now, one, what does that mean? And two, it rhymes, so it's got to be something good. He just came across like such a badass here, though, and so damn confident. And whatever we do plan to do with him next, I'm totally going to buy into it and I'm totally going to believe it. Doesn't sound like he will be on All In because, again, he has been suspended. But maybe he'll screw over CM Punk versus Samoa Joe or maybe he'll beat the manager for Joe. There's lots of options. The point is this. His momentum is back. Let's send him to the moon. Give it up. We kept this joy going because we had a video focusing on the fact that we are getting FTR versus the Young Bucks at Wembley for the AEW Tag Team titles. As a quick aside, over the weekend, everyone's been going, oh man, I don't like the AEW All-In card. Where? Now look, you're allowed to think whatever the hell you think, and if you don't like it, well yeah, again, that's your prerogative. But are we forgetting it's going to be 80,000 people in a stadium going crazy? I don't care if Kenny Omega goes out there and plays checkers, I'm going to have a damn good time. When my children came together, 
Well, it was the acclaimed versus the Iron Savages, and I've told you time and time again, I love Max Castor and Anthony Bowens, but also I love the Iron Savages, especially because they came to help with Jack Jameson. If you've been watching Ring of Honor, these three rock. The acclaimed also came out with Billy Gunn's boots, because of course that's how they're paying respect to the man, which is still very, very odd. When they were doing their big opening rap battle and they were going to talk to Daddy Ass, of course Daddy Ass is not there anymore. And do you know why this is a historic day? Because at no point in time have you ever been able to say Daddy Ass wasn't here anymore. Now amazingly, even though these savages used to be bears, the acclaimed was still able to take Bronson down with a damn shoulder tackle. But then Boulder is in there, and he's even bigger. So he just started smashing fools. And I tell you, be they bears or be they iron savages, at some point, I think we can do something with these guys. They got it. My real problem is that Boulder followed this up by doing like this double team move where he slammed one and he gave the other one a Samoan drop. I was looking at him going, well, you're not Samoan. So that was just a drop. Caster then avoided a splash, which was good for him because that probably would have killed him when he got the tag to Anthony Bowens. And you won't believe this. I mean, it must be a first in professional wrestling. He ran wild. Boulder was having none of this, though. So he flapjacked his ass when Bronson was back. And then they were just dishing out double face busters. That felt like it was it, too. But Max Caster broke it up at the one, two. Oh, my gosh, he made it. At that point, it was obvious. I mean, kind of anyway, because at one point, Caster had to kick Anthony out the way so these two wouldn't finish him off when he also picked up Bronson, gave him a DVD. It was very impressive. Jameson was then casting distractions, so for all of that, he got hit with the scissor me timbers, which made me chuckle when these two, knowing about how poetry works, hit them with double famouses. And they got the win. So I do hope we get some much needed direction for these guys afterwards. And really, whoever does win between FTR and the Young Bucks should take on the acclaimed. But as always, they have found their niche. They know what they're doing. They're always a joy giving it up. They also teased this as well because they said on Wednesday they will be wrestling and the spirit of Daddy Ass will be with them. So there's another sentence. We are in brand new times. Lexi Nair was then in the back and she was ready to interview Bullet Club Gold. And there's two things I want to say. The first of which is that Bullet Club Gold get better every single week. But two, so does Lexi Nair. She was so good in this segment, I think she's onto something. Jay White said that they were the most elite version of the Bullet Club yet. And that was definitely a play on words. Especially because then he started talking about the elite and said they were a bunch of goobers. Wow. That's mostly because they are part of a group that are walking around saying they have the best brother tag team. But that's not true because the guns are now in Bullet Club Gold and obviously Austin and Colton are the best brother tag team. Therefore, this match is now happening on Wednesday, which is kind of interesting, especially when you tie into the fact that apparently Bullet Club Gold are going to be taking on Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi come the London show in All In. Now, again, this is one of those things that people have been very, very upset about. If I had told you back in 2019 that this was going to happen, you would have done a dance of joy and slapped me in the face because you would have thought, Simon, you lying. Well, I'm not. It's happening. Well, maybe. We don't know, but let's just not get too ahead of ourselves. And we also then got another video for MJF versus Adam Cole, which, of course, will headline the thing, but also is going to happen during the pre-show because they're having a tag team match. I mean, I think we are in for a right roller coaster. Just to stamp our positive peak nature, I'm giving all of this an up. Doesn't even deserve an up. I'm out of control. And then we tied up some loose ends from last week. Nice. Because after they all basically helped and screwed each other over, it was Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale taking on Mercedes Martinez and Diamante. And I suppose eventually this will become like a little feud for the TBS title. Diamante and Statlander started so the champion could get a little bit of revenge for seven days ago, which he did with a crossbody. When Willow tagged in, 
she did a crossbody. Well, didn't realise it was crossbody Saturday. Martinez then helped her would-be friend because she got her out of the way of a pounce when Diamante was like, ah, oh, sweet, I didn't get murked, and she started booting people right in the face. I mean, why not? It also meant that they were working together, so I was like, that's flubbing teamwork, when Mercedes tried to lock on the Paradise Lock, I think it was called, or words to that nature. Like, man, that just sounds like a nice holiday destination. Nightingale eventually got thrown to the outside too, which was no good. But when she got back in the ring, she started wiggling, jiggling to get out of the way of all these maneuvers when she hit that spine buster as a thing of beauty. He also came up with this really good idea because he was like, well, I have been a little bit beaten up right now. What if I make my hand really warm and hit Chris's hand? What's going to happen? We got a hot tag and she ran wild. Zatlander also got in there and murked everyone. When from nowhere, Nightingale must have taken a phoenix down because then these two were doing teamwork they hit double centons. When Mercedes was just so obsessed with throwing people into each other, so she just kept doing it over and over again. It's human projectiles. I mean, she even did it with her own partner, Diamante, to use her like a bullet. And I was like, well, I suppose if it works, why the flub not? This obviously signaled the tag clacks from Ha, so everybody was in there having a massive scrap when Mercedes was like, screw this. I'm going to hit the most devastating move in all oh, sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And after Diamante helped her, they stole the pin. So bring it down, it goes up by one. Don't you come into my house and say this isn't the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. It certainly is wins all the time. Well, I actually thought this was quite good and it allowed everybody to get a little bit of a showcase, which is one of the benefits of Collision. And now we come out the other side and we can start doing some program battles for that TBS title. That's what Chris Statlander needs right now. Just needs some story that she can get her teeth into. Whatever that means. I'll tell you as well, this new Tony Storm character is excellent. It has come out of nowhere, but she is now basing this down on her luck actress celebrity. <laughs> when she was being interviewed, she was like, man, don't really want to talk about it. I'm a sad panda. She also called the rest of the women's division backstabbing little girls, although she is excited about the upcoming pay-per-view, because of course, not only is she in the world title match, but her good pal Soraya is going to be there too. Lexi Nair, who was great here too, was also then like, uh, you do know she'd have qualified for that as well. <laughs> this is when Tony freaked out, stormed off, and then threw a shoe... Lexi Nair. So we got to keep doing this. And if we can adapt it to her in-ring style as well, I'm going to be a very, very happy person. Because I love it when you can get goofy wrestling and serious wrestling and combine it. I'm giving it an up. It was entertaining. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. When we got a murder on Collision, surprise, surprise, by Samoa Joe. Because he was taking on Andrew Everett. And look, while Andy did get a few things in there, this was basically booked to be a squash. And at one point, Samoa Joe did the, like, nope thing when he walks away. So Andrew did this flip and Samoa turned around, just killed him with this lariat, locked in the Kakina clutch, guy was done. He was so pissed as well because he had told CM Punk last week he wanted an answer for the Wembley show and now that he hasn't got it, he's gonna take business into his own hands. I just need to say this, there is nothing I can do that can justify this promo. Samoa Joe was just spitting fire and it got me so damn pumped he still rules. So once again, this is going to be going down in London, which is why I just do not understand what people are so upset about. Samoa Joe is all time for me getting up. The joy of this show then continued as well because out came the TNT champion Christian Cage and the real TNT champion Luchasaurus. Man, they were just having a whale of a time. They did remind us that the dinosaur had wrecked Darby Allen so bad on Rampage that a little guy was crying. But do not forget everything that Luchasaurus has been through. His family were killed millions and millions of years ago. Why do you think he's so mad? Christian then talked to the North Carolina crowd and were like, man, you're number two at everything. I mean, look at Michael Jordan before he said he was the greatest thing ever, even better than Ric Flair. You can imagine the reaction to that. He then talked about Alan never being the TNT champion as long as he holds the belt. When he's like, uh, no, I mean, we. We hold the belt. Which is when Brock and Arn Anderson came out, which kind of makes sense, because all these guys have fallen out before. And Arn was like, listen, lizard man, whatever he calls Luchasaurus, you do know you're the champion. What are you doing? I should also point out as well, actually, before that, Christian said to Darby Allen, you've said before that you paint half your face because you fell half dead inside. Well... When we next fight, I'll paint the other half and I will finish the job. So there's the crime counter. You can't say things like that. That's not allowed. You get arrested. Goes up by one. Christian did laugh off the fact that the Andersons were here, which is when we got Brock versus Luchasaurus. And once again, Brocky boy got a little things in here. But eventually Luchasaurus hit him with the choke slam and the big lariat to the back of the head to get the one, two, three. When Darby Allen turned up with his skateboard and he basically did an ollie off a dinosaur's back. I mean, wrestling just gives you everything. He also got a microphone afterwards. It was all like, oh, Luchasaurus, I bet in the billions of years you've been on this planet, no one's ever done that to you. And Luchasaurus started to shout, it's millions, it's millions. I was dying inside. This guy is so much better than we give him credit for. So once again, it's the perfect mix of goofy wrestling and serious wrestling. And I know this is happening at All Out, but it's actually a match I want to see. Christian's doing great work. Darby's always good. Luchasaurus, he ticks the massive old box. I enjoyed the Andersons here. I got nothing to complain about. Up. When the powers that be must have read my wrestling journal and said, let's make all of Simon's dreams come true. I mean, 
I don't know, have a wrestling journal. Probably just forget that. But anyway, Powerhouse Hobbs came out and he was really mad because a week or so ago, QT Marshall had offered him a match for All Out and maybe he didn't capitalise on that opportunity as much as he should have done. So he had gone home and he had read from the book of Hobbs because he loves that thing and he started to realise, well, I haven't done very well recently and I need some redemption. And the only way to redeem yourself is to beat the Redeemer so Miro get your ass out of here. I started going crazy. My body just started wiggling and jiggling because not only do I love Powerhouse Hobbs, I flubbing love Miro, and this is also two big men <laughs> slapping man meat. Miro didn't wait around either because he did march to the ring, which when he got drunk by Aaron Solo and Nick Comoroto, because of course they're part of QTTV, just QTV, I don't know why I threw another T in there, which is when Miro fought them off, got in the ring, and got smashed with a spine buster. And we're doing this all out. Now, I'm going to be a hypocrite and a negative Nancy because I was like, man, please do it all in. But who cares? I don't care if I get ice cream on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, as long as I get to put that cream of ice into my mouth. Also, who wins this? What do I do? I love Miro. I love Powerhouse Hobbs. This could be the very best thing we ever do in professional wrestling. <laughs> Calm that thing down. I'm giving it an up. As you can probably tell... Very, very excited. We then got a reminder of a bunch of stuff that we are going to get on Dynamite, including Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler Yuta for the international title as that feud continues. And that will be a banger. And yeah, we get the Young Bucks versus the Guns. I'll also tune in to see it. And then we went to our main event as well, which was CM Punk and FTR taking on the House of Black for the trios titles. And well... This rock. Punk as ever gets half booze and half cheers, which just means he's become the John Cena of AEW. And that is not a bad thing. And we just did every little thing that we should have done here. It's a very enjoyable ride. DMFTR also teamed up on Buddy Matthews to begin with, and they were thumping him. Just when Brody King tagged in, he was like, nah, man, you ain't doing that to my pal. He just ran through all of them. This guy's so good. Dax Harwood is no fool, though, so he realised, well, you're quite big, so I'm going to smash you in the knee and chop you down to size, which is when Cash Wheeler and CM Punk were also there, and they basically threw him to the outside, which is what you need to do, because when Brody gets going, he's basically deaf. It also opened up the opportunity to get the face-off that people had wanted to see, which was CM Punk and Malachi Black. They did this great sequence where Punk went for the go-to-sleep, but Malachi got out of that, so he went for the kick, so Punk fell down into that seated position, and then they looked at each other. I was just clapping. The tag clacks and then went off quite early, huh? so everyone got in there and started fighting, and they especially went after Harwood, when eventually he hit a DDT. He got the tag to Punk, CM got in there, he booted Malachi Black in the head. What's happening? Julia Hart then started casting distraction, which actually was quite justified here because CM Punk had been going after her on social media all week. And because it meant CM's testicles went right into the top rope because he got crotched, all of a sudden, he was the damsel in distress. Sting was then back and he just cannonballed the shib out of CM Punk. And I will admit, maybe this went a little bit too long. Not every single main event on collision has to be 30 minutes, but it was still just so damn fun, especially when Buddy got in there. He started to go crazy and he got hit with a GTS. That basically acted as a last gasp move as well, which allowed Punk to tag Cash in there. And I tell you, this Wheeler, he is an underrated hot tag. This dude can go. I mean, he hit this huge dive and bulldog when all of a sudden Bro had taken some kind of power pack or MP because he was back and he grabbed FTR he was throwing him around again. Punk then balanced this out because he did come off the top with the big elbow. When we were retaught a lesson that we already know, you don't piss off Samoa Joe. It rhymed. Because after all three of CMFTR had hit the shot machine, all of a sudden there was this big noise in the crowd when the camera cut to the audience and Samoa Joe clearly had snuck out there, pulled CM Punk over Barry Barricade. 
he was just choking him out. So he was trying to kill him. Now, obviously, FTR were like, no, our buddy, our friend, what are we going to do when Brody King absolutely slammed Dax Harwood with a lariat and the House of Black won? That was like flubbing oodalally. Surely this does mean that we are going to do Punk and Joe now because he just cost him a victory. So we got two weeks until all of that. And again, this was just such a well put together match. Everybody just knows their spots and their timing is spot on, which was a stupid sentence of me to say. So I am giving it an up. And I know, I get it at first. We didn't actually see Samoa Joe sneak out there, but you also had to keep an eye on the action happening in the ring. So I'll mention it because people have mentioned it to me. Maybe that's something we can iron out. Did it affect my enjoyment? No. No, it didn't. Which, of course, brought us to the end of AEW Collision. And look, I will say this one wasn't as, oh my gosh, as some of the Apple episodes, but it still did the job. And also, look, man, Luchasaurus was doing stuff. Miro was doing stuff. Powerhouse Hobbs was doing stuff. These are my boys, man. These are my boys, Blue. I can't get over that. Um, now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about AEW Collision over the weekend and let me know what you thought of SmackDown because, look, there's a video. You're not going to believe it. It's ups and downs for SmackDown. Then do please like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com, follow us on social media, but more importantly than that, just enjoy your day, enjoy your wrestling, get pumped for all in, get pumped for all out, get pumped for payback. Who the flub cares, man? Wrestling is great and you can inject it into your veins. Thank you very much. Shouldn't have bowed. Goodbye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.